All right, welcome to another episode of the Straight Up Egan podcast coming to you from Egan Arms Public House. Today, I'm here with Carl Johnson of Carl Johnson Agency, and we're talking about all things insurance. Fun, I, have, huh? I have a lot of questions, a lot too. Of, a lot so, of fun. Great topic. <laughs> yeah. So um, first of all, thank you for coming out. Appreciate it. Um, looking forward to hearing more about your business. But before we get started, give me like a background of where you came from, what got you, are you from Egan, you know, family life, all that stuff. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Um, I grew up actually uh, in the Forest Lake area. Okay. That's where I went, graduated from high school. Yep. And then I went to University of Minnesota. Nice. Go for it. Uh, huh? Played baseball there. Oh, really? So I graduated there from the U and then um, this is the late 80s, so I'm kind of an old guy, but um, spent some time in the twin system and the minor league baseball system there. And okay. then when I got uh, released... <laughs> I uh, kind of fell off the bus, yep. baseball bus. And a guy that my dad knew said, Hey, do you want to try this insurance gig? And I said, I'll give you about six months worth of it. And sure, that was in 1991. Yeah. <laughs> 30, 32 years now coming when up. So twins won their world series. Yeah. Absolutely. One. Yep. So April fool's day, 1991 is when I kind of started. Okay. And I'm still plugging away. So now did you start with your current business or was it kind of starting out with a different agency or at the time, um, just getting started. Um, I was, what's called a captive agent. I mean, they only sell one particular company Okay, and they, uh, they provided the training for, for that. So, which was Got really it. nice to get you kind of on your feet. Sure. And then, um, not too long ago, they made us independent agents, which means we can do more than one company and sell that. So, okay. but yeah, um, the captive part really good for the training to get you kind of on your feet so you can get confidence yep. in it. So yep. I'm sure there's a lot of big learning curve from not knowing much of anything about insurance to be able yeah, to sell. Yeah, it, it takes about four or five years to kind of get your under your belt. Okay. And once you think you learned it all, <laughs> then you really haven't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's changing constantly all the time. Sure. So it's kind of nice to be yep. in that environment. So yeah. Yep. Did you have to get any sort of like certifications or anything yep. when it starts just starting up? Yeah, you go past license from the Minnesota uh, okay. insurance department, insurance department. And once you're licensed, you have to maintain um 24 hours of continuing education credits mm, Okay. on a two-year, every Just two years to keep your license updated. Yep. Yep. And so there's not a lot of schooling involved, but, you know, more more of the school of hard knocks when you get out there. Kind sure. Of. Yeah. I've had a few friends who, you know, went for college or went to college for, you know, whatever, but then they end up selling insurance. There's not yep. like an insurance path in college. It's more like, yeah, got to do it. My, my, my major actually was a, a FIAD teacher oh, okay. and coaching. Yeah which is kind of similar because you're kind of doing the same thing. Sure. But uh, when I went to my first uh, full-time kind of doing that, when I was doing my student teaching, mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I could be doing this for all this time. So I <laughs> kind of figure out what, you know, so figure out something else. I kind of jumped in with like a little bit of toe in the water and then yep. kind of gets in your blood and you kind of, kind of sure. do it. So, yeah. I mean, once you get to learn it, you know, um, yep. so when did you start your current agency then? Oh, 1991. That was 91. Yep. Yep. April, April Fool's. Right? Yeah, the okay. format of how they did it was from being a captive, meaning you're just um, one company. So you do one company, kind of okay. like a, I don't know if I mentioned it, a name, you know, like a state farm or all state, but then they made us differently in the organization um, mm -hmm. 2018. So I become independent, meaning I have other companies that I work with, sure. which I love because as the market changes, you can kind of keep yep. your clients around. Sure. Yeah. Try and uh, different prices absolutely. And yep. Because it does change right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what, so when you talk about giving insurance to people, you know, what are some of the common questions that they have? Well, in this marketplace recently, it's why are my rates going up? Yeah. What's going on out there? 
Um, I pay all this insurance for all these years and they still have no claims and they still yep. raise my rates. Still going up. Um, but we do, um, we do a lot of commercial insurance and in our niche, mm -hmm. one of our niche okay. companies that we wear is, is churches and house of worship. Yep. And another thing we do is nail salon insurance. We like to do nail salons oh, and hair salons. Yeah. I find there's a lot of those around Egan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But, uh, um, to answer your question, uh, it's, it's just one of those things where you like to deal with people. Um, yeah. I'm a son of a pastor, Lutheran pastor. Okay. So that's a people, people business too there. So absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, what is, so owning a business has its ups and downs as I've <laughs> gathered in interviewing other businesses, but what are some of the benefits? What are some of the things you enjoy about owning your own business? I love the freedom. Okay. I don't have to work for someone other than myself. Yep. That's really nice. Your time commitment is what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And you can really push what you're doing or not, or take it some time off. Sure. Um, coming up here in a few weeks, we're going to take our RV to Florida for a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. that's nice. But yeah, as long as I have my laptop, I can still, still do some work. Still some work. Yeah. Absolutely. Working remotely is a thing now. And that's part of the thing that gets you in your blood is the freedom what you, of what you do. Mm -hmm. And if you're uh, producing and also, you know, doing what the insurance companies like you do, then then uh, your, yeah. your freedom is really kind of cool. So I like that. Yep. Nice. Nice. Do you have staff that work with you or are you just kind of one man show? Right now I'm a one man show. Okay. Previously I've had uh, staff work with me, but I'm mm -hmm. kind of doing it by myself. Yeah. Um, when before COVID hit, I was in an Apple Valley office down there. Okay. And when kind of the COVID thing came through, I was working at home. I'm like, well, why am I paying this rent? Yeah. You got to pay for your space. Uh, and right? so I moved my office home in fall of 2020 and okay. I really love it. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So you, your office is at home now. Yep. So awesome. So that's a big chunk of change you're saving then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's cool. What are some of the downsides of owning your own business? Well, um, I guess some of the downsides might be, um, you know, some of the things that the insurance companies do as far as, like I said, let's talk about rate rates, increases and changes. Yeah. And, but, uh, um, you have to pay, be your own tax person, kind of sure. pay your own taxes, yep. kind of we're a corporation. So we have to kind of do that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And so, yeah, but yeah, all the behind the scenes stuff. Yep. So you're kind of a owner and in a, you know, own the, own the business. So you kind of run it yourself yep. and you yep. have to be able to work with customer service. And sometimes, sometimes the service requests are not what sure. you really like to do every day. So now with your own, with your business at home office at home, do you meet with clients just over the phone, over zoom? Uh, a little questions? bit of each, okay. a little bit of each since we've kind of steered in the last four or five years to more, commercial insurance mm -hmm. i like to go to meet them at their business oh sure okay like this afternoon i'm going to a, an account up by maplewood hmm. to meet with them to kind of yep. start the process to look at their coverage okay and then go from there but uh, also a lot of zoom stuff mm -hmm. our phone 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 number to use absolutely yep and then email has been kind of a nice thing to have as far as you know, I used to get the bill bazillion phone calls a day and now oh, it's more yeah. email driven. So yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird, but yeah. I do prefer email over phone only because you have the paper trail. Like yeah, absolutely. I forget some things I can go back and be like, Oh, that's what he said. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah. And then, yep. And then you're like, Oh, sorry. I said that. And <laughs> right. I guess you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Awesome. Yep. Um, you said you kind of work with different insurance companies. Yep. What are some of those? Um, well, on the personal side, we do um, a lot of progressive. Okay. Safeco Insurance, yep. Travelers Insurance, Progressive Homeowners has got a company called ASI Insurance, mm -hmm. um, American Modern. Um, so about four or five of those sure. different ones. So if I was an individual coming to you looking for personal insurance, you would bring up all those rates yep. of those different companies and kind of take your information down, down, take your information down, 
we have a, a Raider pro- program that goes and searches for you. Yep. Give me your vehicles. Give me what you currently have for your insurance coverages. Okay. And then we'll find what works out for you. So Sure. And then yep. probably the same for the commercial side too, I'm guessing. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Are those the same companies or are those different? No, different companies. Different companies. Because we do, we're kind of a niche agency in the commercial side for house of worship and the nail salon stuff okay. or the hair salon stuff. Yep. We have um, those companies that we kind of steer them towards. You know, we have four, four companies. So, okay. Yep. Nice. Interesting. Yep. Um, You said you work at the house of worship plus nail salons. Is it mostly them or do you kind of do any commercial business? Mostly, um, Mostly house of worship and nonprofit stuff. Okay. Um, because as my background as being a pastor's kid, kind of a nice, sure. nice comfort zone for me to be in yep. to do that. Um, if there's other businesses like small contractors, we'll we'll take care of those. We've got companies to handle that. Okay. And then my wife has to be has to be in the hair business. Oh, okay. So nice. I get some natural yeah. transition of that coverages or those those businesses as well. So. Yeah, I'm in kind of the early stages of looking at places to open a small training studio because yeah. my career is in personal training so would that kind of fit in your oh we have a company would do that absolutely okay yep cool yep yeah cool um kind of off note question here my we're trying to talk my mom into moving down here she currently lives in dilworth has a condo like mom just move down here rent your condo and then have that income and just you know chill out down here with the grandkids but her concern is like i have to pay if something breaks i gotta pay for it or if somebody damages the my unit, I got paid for it, but there's renter's insurance. Yep. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. And what kind of stuff would that cover? Renter's insurance, basically, if you, um, uh, if you're kind of gonna, she's becoming a, a landlord. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a landlord type policy where she's the owner. She's yep. not uh, occupying the, you know, where she we used to live. Yep. So it's a different form. You have to change what you're doing. Okay. Um, and then you um come up with stuff as far as um, loss of rents or something like that, sure. but it's more of a landlord type policy that you just change the form of, mm-hmm. which, um, kind of simple to do, but yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. I can show this episode then. Cause the insurance companies don't like vacancy stuff. They like to make sure you're your house every day. Yeah. And that way you have, you have a renter, mm-hmm. um, it's the correct form of policy for those kind sure. of things. So yeah. sure. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you mentioned rates going up. What areas are they going up in? What's the cause of that? Are they coming back down? Uh, property insurance, particularly in the commercial property and also the homeowner's policies mm-hmm. information. Um, that's the, uh, I, I brought something with, have you heard of called the Direco? I believe I pronounced it right. It's called the Direco. Okay. But that, um, that along with the storms, like the hurricanes in Florida. Yeah. Um, actually, Minnesota, you think of hail states like Texas, yep. Oklahoma. In 22, Minnesota was third as far as the number of hail, hail events in 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. So companies um are dealing with that, um, but that's what's driving it because there's the, so many been more taking planes? a beating. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Since 2020, going back to this directal thing, it was a 700 mile width. Whoa. Uh, straight line winds that came through Iowa. Okay. And into Illinois. Yeah. And when, within that straight that, line winds, there was, was 20, what, 25 t- tornado touchdowns within that. So, and so that's, they're reacting to those kind of events that takes sure. them a couple of years to figure out their financials. And if they want to tap into the reserves to pay all these claims, and then eventually it trickles down to look at a charge the, the homeowner more money. Yeah. Who may not even live Absolutely. in that same state. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, have you seen auto in, 
claims go up or auto premiums go up? You know, what's recently happened is um, there's two things in auto insurance and claims in general. There's what's called frequency, meaning how many claims that say you have um, out of 100, there's so many 100 vehicles and there's okay. 14 claims. That would be a frequency. Yep. And then there's what's called severity. That means the amount of claims that these claims are. Mm. So how frequent they are and then severe they are is what makes yep. it changing there too. Okay. And cost of health insurance or, you know, you know, medical, medical care. Sure. Bodies, body shops as well. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, interesting. We're all kind of coming at, I call it the wake of COVID. I would say that it's just their, their insurance companies like predictability. Yep. And so they're kind of going through a lot of stuff right now. So, we're not, we're in a hard market cycle and they're trying to get their stuff in line. So, so. it's not necessarily related to the economy. It's more of the, the, Based the claims and the amount. Of yeah, stuff. on the auto insurance side, people working from their houses a lot. Yep. So a lot of times they were changing how they would do their rates, meaning you're not driving a vehicle to work, you're mm-hmm. you're, you're less miles annually, etc. Now there people are going back to work. Sure. So more cars and on the road people are doing and that. So yeah, stuff. it's kind of like they're yeah, that's what's happening. So oh, interesting, interesting. Um, when a, you know, good stuff, huh? Exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, when you're, when you're watching your premiums go up, kind of want to know why, you know? And, yep. Yep. <clears throat> absolutely. So it's just but, one of those things that you, um, you feel like as an agent, you're kind of the pickle in the middle of what's going on with the insurer yeah. and the company and you do the best for them. That's all you can really do. So, okay. Yeah. Um, talk about life insurance a little bit. So me, 40 years old, got three kids, a wife. Um, if I was to come into you, and be like, hey, what would work best for me in my situation? What would be some of the things you'd recommend? Well, I guess the need the need thing is how much you would need is the number one priority. Yep. You kind of figure out like what you want. Yeah, there's an analysis form we come okay. up to say, you know, you make this much per year, you have a mortgage, you have um how many kids, you That's know, true. do you want to provide a college fund for them if you're yep. not around to be there for them? Mm-hmm. So you kind of evaluate that. Then you go from there and then that's the need base, you know, that's yep. kind of the priority. And then you determine what's the best way to get there. So that's mm-hmm. why I do it, whether that's term insurance, which is buying coverage for your age at a particular time. Yep. Or what they call permanent insurance, which you have your coverage, your benefit of mm-hmm. de- you know death benefit, and then money goes into the cash value or accumulation values. Okay. It's a little more expensive. So. Yeah. And you can work with people and try to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, absolutely. Point them in the right direction and stuff. It takes two things to have to get life insurance. Uh, one is to be healthy. Yep. And then you have to have, have to have to have the money to pay for it. Sure. It's no good without being enforced. Yep. And the, so, I assume the later you get it in life, the higher yep. the premiums are. Yep. Okay. Yep. And if you're, you're, I see a young person, you can get a term policy if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And you want to, maybe you want to convert that before the term expires, say after 20 years, that's a yeah. term, term of 20. You can convert it to one that builds cash value without having to go through the physicals okay. and the health requirements that might be required at a later age when your health might change. Sure. So, okay, cool. Interesting. Um, when a person kind of comes into you, what's like the onboarding process? Like they reach out to you via email, via website. Yeah. We've been fortunate on the personal lines to get uh, <clears throat> a lot of referrals. Okay. Um, on the commercial lines, we, we, we approach them yep. and we did some referrals, Okay. but, uh, but on the personal line side, um, just ask some questions, get some information, start an email thread. Here's yeah. us with this going and then start from there. And then it's, can yep. go where they want you to go, huh? Yeah. I'm not a high pressure guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a competitive person. I like to make sales. It's good. Sure. Yep. yep. But, uh, 
it's just one of those things where you just try to do the best for people. Yep. And hopefully they trust you. That's working the best thing. for them. Yep. Yeah. And I think with, you know, your business started in 91. So it's like you're lacking experience, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm an old guy. Yeah. yeah. See the gray hair up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been around. Um, anything else you want to kind of share about the insurance industry, your specific company before we well, off here? Well, um, I think, you know, I think it's people have to kind of be patient with what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you know, I get phone calls and emails every day about why does this, this go up and this and that go, go up. Sure. Um, and uh, if people are patient, they'll come, you know, they'll come on the backside of it. But, um, you know, that's kind of it. It's just, you know, do the best you can. Yep. Hopefully get a hold of someone that knows what they're doing. Sure. And then go from there. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Um, are you a big book reader? You know, I'm not book really guy? a book reader. I'm, I'm more of a movie guy. Movie guy? Yeah. What's the last movie you watched? Uh, the top, the Maverick Top Gun one. Absolutely. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been getting into books quite a bit, just more like the self improvement line of things. And I always like to hear what people read or where they kind of find their well inspiration from. Yeah, you know, um, books I, or podcasts or whatever. I uh, this is my first time I've been on a podcast, but I like to listen to podcasts when I run. Okay. Yeah. Um, funny enough, uh, have you ever heard Bigfoot and Beyond that podcast? No. My, it's, it about it's, it's about Bigfoot. Okay, my son would love that one. Then. And uh, um, we, my wife and I, we enjoyed the show Finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet. Okay, and it's the two cast members that do it every every oh, one no of a new week. So yeah, interesting. So. That sounds good. No, yeah. we, that's that's kind. Of, I like to listen. I'm more of audio. Yeah, and stuff like that. So yeah, never been yeah. a big book reader. I've got Audible, the few books in my queue, but yeah, podcasts are awesome. So, yeah, and there's so many of them. There's like two million or more. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so whatever you're tastes are you can probably find something yep absolutely so yep well thank you for again for coming out um good luck to your business and everything and appreciate the i appreciate the the chance to talk to you get to meet you absolutely so yeah for sure yep all right thanks a lot thank you